Since I started doing these reviews, people have asked me why I would put myself through the agony of watching each episode of the series two or three times each, and sometimes I have a little trouble putting it into words. But then an episode like this comes along, and it's all the explanation I need. See, this is the episode where the famous scientist Dr. Fujiyama, their words, not mine, decides to create a robot ninja to help mankind. They just don't write them like this anymore, folks. Fearing his invention might fall into the wrong hands, which is just absurd because any hands holding a robot ninja are the right hands by default, Dr. Fujiyama calls in the Autobots to help protect it. They agree to help, but they make a lot of really condescending remarks about the primitive state of human robotics, which makes it extra hilarious when Dr. Fujiyama reveals his robot ninja, who also happens to be a girl. Now personally, I'm not crazy about the idea of robots having specific genders, but knowing what I know about future episodes, the fact is that female robots do exist in this fictional universe and none of these guys has seen one for over four million years. At this point, you could glue a pair of metal breasts onto an Atari 2600 and it would get these guys' attention, which probably explains why the inevitable Decepticon raiding party wipes the floor with them and takes off with Nightbird. And really, Nightbird sounds more like the AOL screen name for a goth girl than a good name for a robot ninja, but what do I know? As usual, Megatron's plan doesn't stop with stealing Nightbird. They head back to yet another unnecessary temporary headquarters, Seriously, I bought you guys a perfectly good undersea base for Christmas that you never even use anymore, and make some modifications to Dr. Fujiyama's creation. I didn't want to get crude or anything, but it's kind of hard to ignore the fact that Bombshell opens her chest and sticks some kind of implant in there. Make of that whatever you wish. The modified Nightbird is then sent to Autobot HQ to steal the World Energy Chip. You know, the thing that's been there all along, that controls the world's energy sources. Or itemizes them all, whatever that means. It really depends on who you ask. Naturally, being a ninja constructed by mid-80s human scientists, she manages to slip by the Autobots' highly advanced security systems. Okay, in fairness, she was made in Japan, I guess. The Autobots manage to corner her, but since Prime promised Dr. Fujiyama that he wouldn't harm her, she ends up escaping. I guess there's a message here about not hitting girls or something, but I really can't tell. Megatron, meanwhile, fondles his fusion cannon as he watches his new girlfriend kick the crap out of his enemies. And here's the very best part. Starscream is really jealous. And it can't just be because there's a new robot working for the Decepticons, because we've gotten a number of new guys prior to this without the creepy jealousy vibe. No, it's pretty clear that he's upset because she's a girl, which raises all sorts of fascinating issues. She's not so hot. She's hot enough to replace you whenever I choose. The Autobots continue their pursuit. They try all their usual tricks to take her out, including Cliffjumper's Glass Gas and Jazz's Power Ballads, but nothing works. Finally, they managed to corner her, though, and were treated to this compelling moral argument from Prime. I swore not to damage you, Nightbird, but you're leaving me no option. Prime, your rifle! I truly regret this. Yeah, that stuff before about not hitting girls. Never mind that. Now we get a glimpse at what goes through the mind of a wife beater. You leave Ike no choice, baby. Why do you make me hit you? You just don't listen. The Decepticons rush to her aid, but end up being undermined by the still insanely jealous Starscream. And even though we all saw this coming from back in the first act, it's still goddamn hilarious. Man, I learned more about Transformer sexuality in 22 minutes than from any of that slash fiction that I've heard about, but never read. And now it's time for this week's etiquette lesson. It could not have been foreseen, Mr. Prime. The correct way to address the leader of a mighty robot army is Mr. Which is pretty valuable information, really. Dr. Fujiyama's doohick is under that drape. If it walks, it probably needs a long extension cord. <laughs> I wonder if batteries are included. 
when they turn it on, it'll probably blow the lights.